everybody and welcome to today's episode. This one I'm really proud to be bringing you. Uh, this is brought to you by our sponsor, Catalan Andrew Academy. Today's episode is all about the Irish musician and singer Jodie Sinclair. Stick around because I'll be telling you more about that after the intro. today's episode this one I'm really excited to be bringing you as you heard me saying in the intro today's episode is about the Irish musician Jodie Sinclair um, just a little bit of information for you you'll be asking who the hell is Jodie Sinclair well Jodie is a friend of mine that we met through social media as we both have a mutual love for a variety of bands like Trivium and Day to Remember uh, Green Day Blink-182 and a host of other bands um, he also runs um, Trivium's or should I say he's a moderator on the Trivium Street team so um, we have a lot of, a lot in common there. Jodie has recently put out a track called Green and the Grey featuring Matt Heafy of Trivium. Now, to a lot of you people out there, you'd be thinking, well, how the hell does someone like Jodie get Matt Heafy? Well, stick around because we'll be discussing that in the interview um, coming shortly. Um, one of the first things we'll be doing is talking to you about some of Jodie's previous work. So Jodie first released a track called Get Lost With Me. Um, in 2020 which was followed by a single Pastel Black in 2021 and most recently literally a few days old her Green and the Grey feature Matt Heafy which we'll be playing to you right next and then we'll be jumping into our interview with Jodie.
Hello everybody and welcome back. So I hope you enjoyed it. That was Green in the Grave from Jodie Sinclair featuring Matt Heafy of Trivium. Um, the track is really beautiful. You know, it's, it, I wouldn't want to put a label on it saying pop, but it, I would say it would probably appeal more to um, a lover of pop music than someone that's a lover of potentially heavy metal music. Um, equally, we can all, you know, put our hands into different genres and try different things. So if it's something that you might not normally listen to, go ahead and check this one out. You know, there's some beautiful production on it. Uh, lovely piano, some lovely keys, choruses, um, a really, really great single. Um, what I've got next for you is I've got the interview with Jody, um, and we talk about a variety of things. We talk about his love um, of bands like Trivium, A Day to Remember, Bollocks, Pop Punk, Inspirations, um, how he came to get Matt Heafy from Trivium on the single, a variety of things. It's a really good interview, and I want to once again thank Jody for his time. Um, absolutely awesome to be able to sit down with you. So here comes that interview. Hope you enjoy it. Firstly, Jodie, welcome to Set the Tone, and thank you very much for joining me. Um, thank really you very much for having me. No, not a problem. It's really great to have you. Um, let's start by going with how did you start basically singing and putting music out there? Um, singing is a, like a long, long, long way ago because it's like uh, sort of something that I would did as a kid, like in a choir and stuff, you know, so it's sort of like it came from there. But then I stopped for years and years and years. And I only started again because I was in a band and we couldn't find a singer. So after like months and we'd like finish all these songs, like after a few months, I was like, look, I'll just take it up again and we'll see how it goes. And if we get a singer, we get a singer. If not, if not. And so I just like got kind of pretty decently practiced in it you know to the point where we we're like okay well kind of fuck looking for a new singer do you know i mean look, we'll just continue like this um and that kind of evolved from there like that band's first ep was like quite rough because i was still like finding my feet and then uh i started um just kind of like getting better and better um i still don't really like I, you know i think it's probably the same with a lot of people like i don't like my voice you know what i mean but it's like it's what i've got so it's like that's how I ended up singing. And then I've just always like, since I've about 12 years old, just play guitar every day, every single day. So uh, that's how that kind of came about. Awesome, thank you very much. Um, I think it's fair to say that me and you share quite a lot of influences in bands. And um, mm -hmm. I know you're a big Tribune fan. Um, yep. and, you're, and you've just put out a wonderful, fantastic new single, really cool, actually really cool, Rob Guards. Uh, Green and the Grey, featuring the wonderful Matt Hafey. Um, for those that don't know, obviously, I know you run Trivium Street Team, and you're a big fan of Trivium, but how did that kind of go down the road of getting Matt on board for that single? Yeah, so it started out that um, I had, like, a... There was, like, a... So I'm Irish, and there's there's like a, there was, like, a Trivium Ireland website and, like, forum and stuff back in the day, like, way, way back, like, in the Ascendancy days. And um, then they kind of launched their own one and it was called Trivium World. And I first met Matt through like, it was like literally at a show in Ireland and like, it's like, oh, 2007, I think it was like, I, I posted the picture on my Instagram where it's like the most recent photo of us. And then like the first photo back when I was like 15 and he was like 18 or 19 or something like that. Um, and yeah, like they launched their own kind of, Trivium World, like basically like mega form where it was like all the international Trivium websites kind of came together in one. And I was on that, but then I started like helping out moderating that. And then it kind of became like a thing where I was helping run it. 
and just through like helping run that site and like you know each time they'd be in ireland or the uk and maybe i'd go to a show in the uk maybe you know i'd, I'd meet up with them here and i'd meet them at the shows and we kind of just became friends like pretty naturally through that kind of that kind of way uh, a lot of similar interests like video games music all, you know also that sort of stuff and then we like yeah once like online games became a thing like uh, i was talking about earlier and i was saying like yeah i remember playing like modern warfare one like call of duty four on the ps3 and it's like the two of us with like crappy bluetooth headsets and like internet wasn't that quick back then so you're like plugged into like an ethernet port that's like only running like a like a gigabit download and 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 so you're like trying to hear each other and like not being able to connect and then to to like nowadays you know we're, we're still playing games together all the time so it's like yeah, it's, it was just sort of like a, a more natural and, you know, it's not even just Matt, like the, all the guys in the band, like some like really, really good friends of mine. So, um, yeah, it was like a, quite a natural progression. So when people say it's like, oh, how did you get to, to know them? It's like, oh, well, it's just I, it's like when somebody asks you like, oh, how did you meet one of your oldest friends? It's like, I don't know, just just sort of happened, you know? Listen, like the main mutual thing is there's the love of music. You've, you, all of you guys have got the love of music, what you do, and that's the common ground in terms of getting to know someone. It'd be like if me and you bumped into each other in the pub, we'll go, oh, you like so-and-so, and then off we go. We'd be talking for hours about a different band or whoever. Um, how exactly. Does, how does this single differ from your previous singles? Because you've obviously released uh, Pastel Black in 2021, yep. and I believe get lost with me um just have a quick look at my audience to remember those tracks and also this is very different to those previous um singles yeah so somebody asked me that earlier they're like oh what genre is your music and i'm like oh, i don't know i was like I, I, and that came about from being like i've been in bands growing up and i was in like a metal band growing up and you know that's you, you write metal music and then i was in like uh kind of like alternative rock pop punk vibe band like and that's like that you know we write that type of music and then when I was doing my own thing I was just sort of like well I don't really know what I want to write like so I just started writing and so like all of the songs I've written like there might be a couple that are kind of similar or like they have a similar style across a couple of them but for the most part a lot of them are quite different to each other and I don't really have a problem putting out those songs because I don't I'm not trying to pigeonhole myself into like one specific thing do you know what I mean? when I think of like a lot of the older artists and bands and stuff like you know in the like 70s and 80s like they didn't necessarily have just like one genre I feel like that was a thing that came about in like even the 90s and stuff and obviously there was bands within certain genres but like if you look at Queen even for example like how many Queen songs sound the same like not not that many um there's like they go all over the place and then of course they, they're like a rock band but like they kind of aren't weren't afraid to like be like oh we want to write this type of song let's just write that and like put it out so i, I kind of like keep that in mind that like a lot of you know I've, i'm not trying to like pigeonhole myself into one genre or like continue in one certain direction because i feel like i have to so i'm just like whatever i write and i like whatever comes out comes out and if I'm happy with the song, I'll release it. No, yeah, that's absolutely fine. Obviously, you metal was uh, metal and rock are not the only um, genres that you listen to. Where else do you mm-hmm. kind of draw inspiration from in terms of other genres? Taylor Swift. 
not even kidding like that's no like, why, not? Like, why not every year like we have a joke in the group chat where i'm like oh god like with the lads from trivium i'll be like oh lads i don't know if you're gonna be like number one or like number two and it's always gonna be like taylor swift or like trivium it's like which one released an album that year you know what <laughs> i mean so like um yeah like my spotify at the end it's always like those two like at the top because like, yeah i, I, I listen to like kind of i know everyone always goes like oh i listen to everything do you know what i mean like a lot of people don't listen to everything and I, I don't listen to everything but i listen to quite a mixed variation um but i'd say it's it is like mostly rock metal pop punk like a big pop punk fan um a lot of like paramore they like paramore is like one of my favorite bands um like band you made six um like you know early fallout boy like green you know listen to a lot of the same things everyone listened to like that's kind of yeah. into rock and metal like you know you had kerrang and you had like skulls tv and stuff like that you so some 41 like blink 182 green day like all, all those bands and then that kind of led me down the path of like heavier music and then i was like really into guns and roses and then i was like oh got into guitar solos and that led me like to metallica and stuff and then i found like the newer side of metal you know in in the big kind of like boom that was like 2004 to 2007 era where like a ton of like new metal band newer metal bands not new metal came out um not that there's anything wrong with new metal tiny new metal bands i like too do you know what i mean um mm -hmm. but just be playing guitar myself i got obsessed with like oh i want to be able to shred basically so it it uh yeah, I, I don't know. I can't remember the question. <laughs> you asked me about what do I listen to? Every, a bit, a bit of this, bit of that. Um, pop, metal, rock, pop punk, some hip hop. Um, you know, I'm not the biggest hip hop listener, but I I respect it and really like some of it. No, that's right. And obviously, that's where you're drawing different influences to put into your own songwriting from those different bands and genres and decades, which is absolutely awesome. Um. I guess when you were growing up, who really kind of inspired you growing up? Because obviously when we were growing up, it was been bands like Queen, Bowie. Is there anyone particularly mm -hmm. that I want to be, I want to follow in your footsteps? Yeah, like I pretty, like I'd say growing up, like I was super into um, like, you know, mid 2000s, early to mid 2000s, like rock and like blink 182 really influenced me like when i was you know first starting guitar like blink 182 green day guns and roses is when i got a bit better at playing guitar and stuff it was always like a lot of it was like influenced on how good at the time i was at like, guitar do you know because I mean? like oh, i can play these songs now or i can play these songs now and so um but like first like like if i if you asked me when i was like 12 like what my favorite band was i would have said uh, Lincoln Park and then a couple of years later I would have said Guns N' Roses and then a couple of years later I would have said Trivium and it's still Trivium so uh yeah they, they've they've lasted the rest of them you know no de definitely um I remember my first day seeing those guys first day at download 05 and I've never looked back six probably like yourself probably around that point seeing them um what else in kind of inspires you outside of music is there anything that you do do you like to paint or play football or anything like that you kind of go Oh, I can write about that. Yeah, I I don't know if it creeps into my music too much, but like, um, yeah, I, I play like to, to if I'm relaxing, like it's 
I'm playing video games. Like that's what I like to do, relax. If it's not like just you know hanging out with friends and and the, you know the usual stuff, but like if I have a hobby outside of music, it's it's like just straight video games with friends usually though like I'm, i don't really play it too much by myself so i guess it still is just like hanging out with friends um probably video games i used to do um jiu-jitsu and mma but i had like surgery on my back and then i just didn't it was like surgery on my back and then i'd healed and then the pandemic came about and so i was like oh i didn't go back yet um i'd love to go back uh, i'd have to kind of make sure that you know back is fully healed and ready to go and kind of maybe do a bit of training before i go back but with regard to writing, I'd say I just kind of draw inspiration from things like um, more day-to-day life things rather than anything outside of that. Like I don't really, like I wouldn't watch a movie or something and then just be like, oh, I'll write a song about that. You know, it, ha- it has to kind of like be something to do with me or else I don't find it interesting. No, that's, that's cool. Thank you very much. Um, is there anyone that's kind of really... Um, helped you out along the way and gone, look, don't, don't follow this path. There's, there's sharks in those waters. Don't swim over there. Come and, you know, follow this path. There's one that you could say has really been an influence to you. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the guys in Trivium have always been super, super, super helpful with um, kind of everything um that i've done in music um uh, throughout the years i've always supported it they've always kind of given me advice i would always send it uh send demos to matt and stuff like before i would release it or it's like is there something better i could do here do you see anything wrong with this um but there's plenty of people as well like in in my own circle like of um within the people i work directly with for music like whether it be my old band members or um like the producer i work with at the moment steven Euster, who's amazing um and he again has quite a similar music taste to the two of us like we've been to a lot of the same bands and we have a similar musical direction but he's he thinks of things that i wouldn't so i I really like working with him because it's like a it's like having a second one of me to bounce things off you know so it's like we have a lot of the same we like the same thing so we would probably go the same direction in a song but he might have a different idea to the way i would do it and so i think that's really valuable um so i love working with him um and yeah apart from that like i'll, I'll hit up my old band members or you know as i said matt um or any of the guys in Trivium have always been super super helpful cool uh, what's what's next for you what do you have um, planned following this single release um so I've got like five or six more songs um, finished pretty much. Um, so, well, there's actually about 10 finished, but fully recorded. There's like five or six. Um, they need to be mixed and mastered and stuff. And mm-hmm. with people's attention nowadays, like you can't do too much too quick. It's kind of annoying. Like, and, and everything's based around like content, content, content. And like, like if I was to just drop an EP, even with four to five songs on it, um you know there might be a small group of people that get to song four and five but it's like attention spans are so you know everyone everything's vying for attention right now attention's like the currency online so um there there would be a small group of people that would get to like song four and five on that ap or even song three or two on that ap so um i'll just keep releasing them as singles for now um i'm not really you know super like oh this needs to be big and I, I don't like I don't like looking at the numbers for anything like of, of course I do look at them and it's like nice when something does well but 
I put too much pressure in previous times on releases and then like if they didn't go oh it didn't hit this number by this date I was like oh that song you know didn't do well and like measuring music by numbers like doesn't make any sense and so that's a bad way to do it and I, I kind of got that out of my head where I was like look I'm, I'm just gonna kind of ignore the numbers now um if people like it then they like it and if I like it you know that's kind of all that I have for my like requirements for putting putting music out I don't really mind beyond that no, that's right. I suppose that probably gives you, gives you more of a smile and satisfaction on your face more than anything there, seeing people and hearing people's reactions as opposed to what, I don't know, uh, a report says as to downloads and streaming numbers. Yeah, like because, because, like what you said with like with the genre thing, like because I don't know when people are like, oh, what, what does your new song sound like? I'm like, I don't really know. I mean, like I didn't really write it. Um, like somebody a couple of people told me like my previous song sounded like John Mayer but I don't listen to John Mayer so I was like I don't really know like I know he's a you know kind of bluesy guitarist or whatever like so they said like Pastel Black sounded like a John Mayer song that vibe and I was like oh that's interesting because I don't listen to him at all do you know what I mean so it's like I didn't go in there with any genre in, in mind um I'm gonna say like John Mayer's like a way better guitarist than I am. I know he's a really good guitarist. Um, but it's interesting that somebody thought that that's how it came out because like that wouldn't have been in like any of my influences for that song, even you know. That's cool. And also just touching on the difficulty of grabbing people's attention. I know that more than anything, in terms of mm. if something's not grabbing your attention in what the first five, maybe 15 seconds, it's it's yep. moved on. How have you uh, how do you combat that you as a person? Do you just kind of just go, well, it is what it is, or is there anything you try and put more behind it in terms of maybe like um, promotion? Yeah, like so the difficulty of being like a solo artist now is like you do everything yourself, like you write all the music yourself, and then you like for me, like I record a lot of it myself, but then I work with a producer and he's really the only other person involved in like what I'm doing. Um, and then like PR as well sometimes, but like, it depends, like certain songs, I'll just do like all the PR myself and like all the artwork, like the artwork for this song, like I actually painted the paint, like I didn't know what to do. So I painted a painting just with like a bunch of colors, like on a canvas using oil paint. And I was like, that's it. Like, I was like these three colors when I listened to the song, so I was like standing in an art shop for like 20 minutes listening to the song. I was like, which colors work when I'm listening to this song, which come to me. And that's where the artwork is. It's actually a canvas um, somewhere here um, that's painted um, like literally by hand. I, I don't paint. I can't remember the last time I painted anything, but I was just like, look, I don't know what to do for the artwork because it's so much like you have to do it yourself. No, I don't have to do it myself, but I like to do it myself. Um, and so I didn't know what to do. And for this one, I was just like, all right, I'm painting something. That's what came out and I was happy with it. Um, for With regard to like promo and stuff like that, you know, you're constantly like fighting an algorithm on everything um, that wants you to pay to get ahead. So yeah. that's just sort of where we are right now. Um, I'm very fortunate to have friends that will help, you know, share my work online. And, and like beyond that, like you're just sort of at the mercy of, um, either paying a whole bunch of money to some company to advertise it for you or um, figuring out, you know, what you can get out of like your own social following, which is kind of limiting and limiting or dwindling and dwindling, given how much of a reach you have without paying to advertise it now, even to your own 
people that yeah. follow you on yeah um no thank you thank you much i know that um you have to shoot shoot so i just want to say thank you very much for your time um where can people find apart from the digital platforms where can they find you and and your your music yeah so you can find me at so it's just at jody sinclair underscore jody with a y um because everyone always spells it ie um, it's not like jody foster <laughs> no 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 i got that i got that and jody marsh growing up a lot like a lot a lot um and yeah like even the 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 nurse like spelled it wrong on my birth certificate originally like and so it's like scribbled over with a y um she like she's like oh she brought it in and my parents like oh it's with a y and it was like oh okay so there's like an ie that's like sort of mangled into a y on my birth cert um yeah so it's it's at jody sinclair underscore on pretty much everything um or you can just find me just jody sinclair on spotify and all the kind of typical content platforms you would find music on Awesome. Thank you very much for us again. Got everyone out there, please go and check out Jody Sinclair, um, especially the latest track, Green and the Grey, featuring Matt Heafy from Trivium. It's absolutely phenomenal. I gave it a little spin today and I really filled me up with enjoyment and excitement. So thank you for that. Brilliant. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. No, not a problem. Thank you as always for your time and um, I'll catch you as and when. Yeah, sounds good. Cheers, dude. Take care now. Cheers. Bye-bye. So that was our interview with Jody Sinclair. Once again, thank you very much for his time. Um, I wish him all the very, very best with this release. Like I say, it's an amazing track. Um, if you've never heard of Jody or you're familiar with Jody, go and show some love. Um, I will be posting links to the single where you can purchase it from, um, as well as the video fullest and Jody's socials. Um, so if you wish to, please do so. Go and show some love. Um, and as I keep saying all the time, you know, we've all pretty much got streaming packages, whether it be Apple or Spotify, and we pay, what, £10 a month. Pop something in. Um, if you don't like it, take it out. You haven't paid, or should I say, Apple or Spotify haven't charged you £10 in a penny for adding something that you're not really into. So please, um, my, my advice and um, should I say plea would be to try um, something new. And this is a, gr- a great track to try if you've not come across Jody Sinclair before. Um, guys, that's all for me for this week's episode. Thank you very much for tuning in. It's been an absolutely very, very busy time for Setting the Tone and still is. Um, our downloads festival specials parts one and two are out now everywhere so please go ahead and check those out uh, if you're unsure where to find information um, such as where links are etc um, major- I say majority links like all links get posted across all my socials for so Set and Tone is on Set and Tone UK podcast for Facebook and Instagram STT UK podcast for Twitter um, but the main bulk of links in terms of artist links etc get posted on Set and Tone's Facebook page if you wish to come on the show and have something reviewed um, because you've got an album or a single, um, please drop stt-setandtoneoutlook.com an email. Um, or if you wish to discuss a tour or an album, um, please feel free to reach out and I will do my very best to make that happen. Like I say, it's very busy at the moment for Set and Tone, so please just bear it with. Um, once again, thank you for t- taking the time of your day to tune to today's episode of the Insatisfied World. Until next time, bye-bye for now. Thank you.